gospel of Jesus Christ is the solution to the woes of man. How much of it you know, determines how well you reign in life. Join us. At Shepherd's Love Worldwide, opposite top radio, Circle Across, as the man of God, Apostle Johnsburg, takes us through sound teaching, and instruction in the word. Shepherd's Love Worldwide, making Christ prominent, in our generation. We are going to be unveiling Christ from the book of Ruth. You know, in the Bible, right, most of the, the, the characters you see in the Bible, you see different characters. Of course, the godly ones, they are the ones I'm talking about. The different men at different times, different women, but they all play a role that reveals and unveils or goes directly to help the plan and agenda of God, which is Jesus Christ. So you read about different men, different women in the Old Testament, but they all point to Jesus. They are a foreshadow to Christ. Because everything in the Bible is about Jesus. The main character of the scriptures is Jesus Christ. The main character, the main person, if if the Bible were a movie, the main actor is Jesus. Everybody comes to play supporting roles. Jesus is the one with the lead role. So in the Old Testament, there's a, a statement I make all the time to you. I said the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. And the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. Because in the New Testament, we can now go and check the New Testament and say, ah, Okay, this is why this thing happened. An example. In the days of old, they were instructed to kill the Passover lamb and paint their doorposts with the blood of the lamb. And it was done at the Passover. He said, when I see the blood, the, the angel of death will be passing. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. So all the, all the families in Israel did that. It didn't matter what you were doing in the room. What mattered most was the blood should be on your doorposts. So that you, you can see, you, you, could, you could not put the blood there. You can say, oh, I don't have the blood there, but I'm a good guy. And you will perish. Because the instruction is simple. Put the blood on your doorposts and on your lentils. So you are saved by the blood. Now, this points to Jesus, our perfect Passover. That in that, in Christ, we are saved from all the difficulties and the challenges that should come the challenges that comes to men what defeats men in Christ there's, there's a saving grace you understand so several several stories several people but they all come to help the plan and the agenda of God they all point to one person and that person is Jesus until Jesus came God, God was seen in the stories they were, they were like small small truths about God they, they are called shadows they are, see, what do you need a shadow for when the real image is there the real person is there so these were shadows Moses came to play a part now an example in, in, in the garden before Jesus went to the cross the Bible said Moses appeared to him Elijah also appeared to him Moses represented the law Elijah represented the prophets and Jesus was there he was transfigured Peter said, let us build houses. One for yourself, one for Moses, one for Elijah. 
so that everything will be okay. The Bible said that after that event, a voice came from heaven. This voice was different from the voice that spoke when John baptized Jesus. When John baptized Jesus, he said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. But when the transfiguration happened, when Moses, Elijah, and then here was Jesus, the voice said, this is my son. Hear he, he, him. Hear him. Listen to him. So, forget about the law. Forget about the prophets. This is what is on top. Listen to Jesus. That's what the father was communicating. Now, this is the time for him. It's his time. These guys have helped at a point. They have done this at a point. But now, the real man is here. The main man is here. Who is Jesus? Listen to him. So, God, God found a way to give his plan out. It's like God himself couldn't even keep the secrets too much. He will be giving it small, small. He almost gave it to, Solo, um, to Abraham. He almost gave it to Abraham. That sacrifice Isaac to me. And then you find out that the guy, the guy did. I'm sure when he, was going to, when he was going to sacrifice Isaac, he didn't tell his wife. The last time I was listening to Prophet Nasser, and then he said that he was, he was saying that one day the, he didn't have a car. Somebody had blessed him with a car. But his wife was working. She, they bought a car for the wife. But he was blessed with a car. And then one day he heard the voice of God give these cars on the altar when you go for service tomorrow. Hey! Not only his car, his car and the wife's car. There's some giving, it's not cheerful giving. No. There's some, that's, that's, that's the one that God will speak to you. The cheerful, that one is mostly is what, <laughs> what you have, you are giving. One day I, I went for a program. Somebody had just given me a new phone. You remember that program? So New phone, oh, new phone. New phone, like new, fresh from the box. The way the meeting was going, I just don't know. After giving my offerings, and I removed my SIM card and dropped the phone on the altar. You know that kind of giving? When you are going home, you are thinking, hey, assemble and cray, assume do. I removed my, my SIM card and put the phone, new phone that I was given. Put it on the altar. This man removed, you remove your shirt. You gave your shirt and you, I gave my shoe. I gave my shoe, I gave my belt. When we closed the meeting, they brought us chalewate. Men and brethren, one day, eh, me, I'm telling me, I know I'm going to the top. So when you see me at the top, by God's grace, and you say, these people have gone to Benin, eh, I'll be annoyed. I'll be annoyed because maybe you don't know. You don't know the stories. He, this man gave his shoe. I also gave my shoe. I gave my belt. I gave my phone. Eesh. And then you came to me with your phone. You, you ceded your phone to me. When you gave the phone to me, the next day, I met the Sunday. I met Pastor Charles and gave him the phone. <laughs> I said, can you meet me at so-and-so place? He said, yes. You see, there's a level you get to end. God must do something. God must. You'll be tired of oh, maybe having 100 CD and giving 2 CD. There's a level you get to. You say, no. Something must. You take a risk. That, that kind of sacrifice, when you are going home, you are annoyed. It's like when you give it instantly, you are inspired. But when you are going home, you come to your senses and you say, ah, boy, 
So long and short, the man of God said he had he, he took the wife, he said, Give me your car key. The wife didn't know why. He went and dropped the car on the altar. Dropped the key on the altar. And then they closed the service. They have to pick taxi home. He said they, they picked the taxi, they were going home. That, that's why you marry a godly partner. Because sometimes when you want to take a certain step of faith, your wife will say, No. Guy. Guy. It, it is the end of the marriage. It's the end of the road. <laughs> Is the head of, so there are some givings you won't tell your partner. There are some things you do you won't tell them. Else, <laughs> you are seeing it fit, but you see, hey, baby, engineer, no, no. <laughs> so long and short, he gave the two cars. They were going home in the taxis. Everybody was quiet in the taxi. <laughs> Everybody was quiet. He said when they got to the house, on the bed, this one was facing east. This one was facing west. But I said on their way home. He heard from God. God said, even if you try to be poor, it's over. Even if you, that's the end. He said, since that day to now, he doesn't think, because at that time, even one of the cars, they have not, they have not finished, the wives only, they have not finished paying for it. They were paying for it monthly. You know, there are people like that, they will go for loan and be paying. There's a realm God can come in for you, eh? you don't need that again. Eh? You don't need now, a salary, but now you did that at source. There's, 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 if God has done it before, he can do it. So he said he heard from God. He said God told him, even if you try to be poor, it's over. He said, since that day, oh, card a set of it. I'm on for the channels. Ah. But it wasn't a pleasant thing at all that moment. So he, his father in the Lord had to come in. The, the woman went to tell the father in the Lord that he has given my car and I have to go to work, see the stress. And meanwhile, we just got one. And I'll be moving around small. He said, The father in law said, But why? You should have given your own. Don't give your wife's own. At least your own. He said, But God told me I should give the two. Serious. So God tried that with God tried that game, that not so pleasant game with Abraham. After waiting many years, you have a son now. You now say, Go and give your son. But God was testing a man to see because he wanted to unveil his plan that a time will come this will happen so it's not shocking that many many years to come where abraham would have sacrificed isaac not so far from that place is where calvary is where jesus was crucified so in god's mind a time will come jesus will be at this place let me see if man will even be willing to sacrifice everything they have they are best on the line so in the scriptures you will see it different stories but they all come to speak of or show a part of god's plan and one of such stories is the story of ruth one of such stories a very wonderful story that speaks about the redemption that christ has made available made possible for us to enjoy a story of god's providence so it's going to be an interesting time just listen and follow everything we are doing as you are listening be attentive like listen with all attention let's go Ruth, let's read, is, is not much. Chapter 1. If you have just joined us on Facebook, you are welcome to church. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land. Okay, so here's what happened. You know that God brought them out of Egypt using Moses, right? They came out of Egypt, out of slavery and bondage. 
and then they rebelled and then they had to be in the wilderness for 40 years right and then God raised Joshua who took them into the promised land right now after the death of Joshua the Bible said that God gave them judges God raised men and women who were called judges they were not kings this this preceded the kings you know after the judges the kings came that's why we have the chronicles the kings came they started reigning solomon came david came josiah came all these kings came but until the or before the kings came there were judges gideon was a judge these were strong men and women they led them to war and all that so you see that you see that God will arrange the people, put a leader in front who will take them to war against maybe the Amalekites and they will go and fight and then win. And then in that time, what was happening was that, you see, there was, there was no order. That time, it was not a like 100% godly period. Why am I saying that? When you read the book of Judges, you will see that it's from one victory. When they win one thing, and then they will rebel again. They will bow down to bow. The idol of Baal and Ashtoreth and all these idols. And then God will give their enemies the, the authority over them. And then they will come back again and repent. And God will give them victory. Then God will raise another judge. Like Gideon. When you remember he said, if, if God is with us, why are we suffering like this? Because it was a time of suffering. Samson was a judge. Deborah was a judge. Other people. Judges. People, like God raised men and women at that time so this story or these events happen in the season or in the time of what the judges Let, let's look at something the bible says about that time so you get it clear judges 17 judges chapter 17 let's look at verse 6 so that you have an idea what period this was judges 17 verse 6 in those days that's the judges that time in those days there was no king in israel everyone did what was right in his own eyes that was the time of the judges everybody did what was what doesn't it speak of the times we are in doesn't it have a similarity don't you that's why if you are a student of the bible you won't be shocked about many things there are things that happen today if you say this is what the word of God says because now do what is right for you do, do what you think is right do what is best for you it's not about what is best for you it's about what God is saying what does the word of God say it's not do what is right for you that was the time of the judges judges 21 says the same thing judges 21 25 same thing in those days there was no king in Israel everyone did what was right in his own eyes it's like the world today it's like the world today oh the conscience of the conscience of many people have become seared seared conscience what's right is wrong now and wrong is right it is absurd to say you are you are working in holiness in this generation god you are pursuing godly character oh you are some way we are john 
oh, the, word, the word of God says this, the, the word of God says this, what we must do. Is, oh. Forget the word of God. Forget the word of God. That's what was happening at that time. So, in a time of chaos, because there was nobody really as a king or as Moses was to them or as Joshua was to them, the judges came to lead them to war. After the war, when they rebel, everybody's doing their own thing. Then, ah, then they are, somebody will come and tell them, you have sinned against God. Then they come back again. Then they go back again. That was the period they were in until the kings started reigning over them. So the time of the judges, Gideon, we have read about Gideon in church before. You see, he just came for a purpose to defeat the enemy, the Midianites. That's what they were doing. So that time, everyone was doing whatever they thought was right. In, everyone did what was right in his own eyes. This was the time the story of Ruth was playing out. Let's go back to Ruth. So in those days, oh, sorry. In the days when the judges ruled in Israel, a severe famine came in the land. So a man from Bethlehem in Judah left his home and went to live in the country of Moab. It's an amazing story. But in this story, you see God working his purpose out. It looked like things were not going in a certain way, but God was behind the scenes working his purpose out, working his agenda. The agenda of God is Jesus, working his agenda out. Look, when... Now it came to pass in, in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land and a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to dwell in the country of Moab. He and his wife and his two sons. He's saying that that time there was famine. Of course, there was no food. And then the man and his family left Bethlehem, Judah, and went to live in Moab. You know Moab? You, you remember Lot? Genesis 19, Lot. After Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed, you remember that his two daughters, they had incest with him. They, they gave him alcohol to... Genesis 19. Some people are looking like, what are they saying? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? They did what? <laughs> they, 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 what did they do? <laughs> Genesis 19. I think verse 30 is a good place to read from. Verse 30. Yeah, lots. All you know is a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> then, so after Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed, you remember, we recently read even the story. They came and wanted to break down his house. Give us the men. Give us. And he wanted to even give them his daughters. They said, no, we want the men. Until the angels struck them with blindness. Then eventually this happened, the place was destroyed. They, they said the wife became a pillar of salt. Eish. Wow. Our teacher said he was there. He saw Lot's wife. He touched her body. Yeah, my, my teacher told me in primary, he told us. And you know, we we're, were, were, were young people, so we believed he said, Charlie. He touched it and he held the thing. He held the salt. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Then Lot went up out of Zohar 
and dwelt in the mountains, and his two daughters were with him. For he was afraid to dwell in Zohar. And he and his two daughters dwelt in a cave. Uh -huh. Now the firstborn said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is no man on the earth to come in to us, as is the custom of all the earth. Now they were married. But when you read the story, the Bible says in the earlier verses, I don't know if you can find it for us, when he was telling them to flee, his son in his sons in law, they thought, oh, it's a joke. It's a joke. So they got this, they got destroyed with the city. So now they were left without no like no husband. Can can we can you help us, please? Just that part. Lot warned them, but they said, oh destroy destroy bang destroy papa bang i'm sure they just told you you are hallucinating one day i saw a vision about somebody and i went i approached the person and told the guy the reason why i even told the person was as you are looking for it when we were on campus a guy died one day I went to church and I came back. When I came back, they were holding candles, singing for the guy. I had seen the vision about the guy. But I was afraid. The kind of people he was working with. I was afraid that if I go and say, they will beat me. You know, I was now coming up. I was afraid that, hey, who can say, a crown for. And then maybe the boys, boys, they will beat me. So I didn't say it. Eventually, the guy died. They said he went to pee at 2 a.m. And he slept and fell so i was feeling bad in the bathroom when you see how they should share the thing 2 a.m most people are asleep so the, the the person who came to see him by that time he was already gone it didn't happen at the busy time where people can rush you or something now when you were doing the candle like i was sad i saw they said the guy had died i said oh i didn't even mean you but i was afraid so another time i saw a vision about somebody i approached the person and told the guy when I told the guy, the guy told me point blank, you are hallucinating. So I just said, thank you. God bless you. And I just walked away. <laughs> so, see, Lot, so Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-law who had married his daughters. So the daughters were married. Who had married his daughters and said, get up get out of this place for the lord will destroy this city but to his sons in law he seemed to be joking so back to verse 31 so he told them but they thought he was joking so they were caught up in the destruction of the city you get it that's how come now they were left with with no men so they said the firstborn said to the younger our father is old and there is no man on the earth to come in to us as is the custom of all the earth you know what that means next verse come let us make our father drink wine and we will lie with him that we may preserve the lineage of our father next verse so they made their father drink wine that night and the firstborn went in and lay with her father. And he did not know when she lay down or when she arose. He didn't know he was drunk. So the firstborn went first. 
I said, if you're a student on the, of the Bible, you will see that some of the things that happen now, it won't shock you. ABS Ida. Oh, ABS Pen. The Bible is the oldest book, yet very consistent with the times. Next verse. It happened on the next day that the firstborn said to the younger, Indeed, I lay with my father last night. That's incest. Let us make him drink wine tonight also. And you go in and lie with him, that we may preserve the lineage of our father. Uh huh. Then they made their father drink wine that night also, and the younger arose and lay with him, and he did not know when she lay or when she arose. Okay. Thus both the daughters of Lot were withheld by their father. Their, their father impregnated them. Next verse. But you see that because that's not in God's plan, it doesn't feature. That's not how God planned it. Because even, even Rahab, who was a prostitute, was in God's plan, but not like this. Not somebody's father in this. And yes, I or Look, the firstborn bore a son and called his name Moab. So this is where the Moabites came from. He is the father of the Moabites to this day. The second one gave birth to what? The younger. She also bore a son and called his name Ben-Ami. He is the father of the people of Ammon to this day. So back to Ruth. So that's where Moabites. Moab means empty. Moab means empty. See it. It says, now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land, and a certain man of Bethlehem, Bethlehem, is from two, two Hebrew words, Beth and Lahim. Beth means house. Lahim means bread. So house of bread. Bethlehem, house of bread. Now they were leaving the house of bread because there was no bread, and they were going to the world. Moab is a type of the world in this story. A type of the world. Moab means empty. 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 You know how sometimes you can, you can, you can leave the things of God and try to be satisfied with the things in the world. That's what they were doing. Try to crave satisfaction from the world. He and the family, they left the house of God. Judah means praise. That one is very common. Judah means praise. Bethlehem, 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 house of bread. Beth, house, Lahim, bread, house of bread. Judah praise. He says that they went to dwell in the country of Moab. So they had, they had left, they had left Bethlehem, and then they went to stay. The people say, "Omonia na nafuano kotunai." This was a godless nation. The Moabites were not worshipping God. They had, they had their God called Chemosh. In fact, the reason why, last time I was telling you that when God tells you something, you see, sometimes it may be inconvenient at the moment. So you may think, ah, this God, why? Does he not know that? Telling power plans. Does he not know that? Ah, the, way, ah, the way I have my own things to do, pa, but it's like, when he says something, it's because he knows the end. 
Now, God, God let them draft a rule, a law, that you will not marry a foreigner. Because the reason is that they will turn your heart after their gods. Then Solomon came. Solomon, God appeared to you by the visions of the night and said, What do you want? He said, Mim pe bibiara. Mim pe bibiara. Mim pe bibiara. Nyansane yame. Nyansane yame. When I was young, we we'll, we'll go and sit somewhere. Our school, it was like the girl, madam, when we were in primary. Oh, Jesus. You sit down. Noni mi sumo, mi nye ma fe. Noni mi sumo, noji noni mi fio. Noni mi sumo, mi nye ma fe. Noni mi sumo, noji noni. Ewo, ma bo modini ma fe. Noni, mi le ake Christo bawa mi. Noni, ma fe ma ni dada. And we'll just be at the back. I was part of the guys at the back. Hey, hey, hey! and cool. Amazing. Solomon, God appeared to you in the night. You say you want wisdom. You you say you want wisdom. They they, they gave you wisdom. Now people were coming to you from all over. Now Solomon started following women. Hey. Plenty wives. Plenty concubines. So is is and then obi also be per mile and then on the that Oh. Oh. Right. You know there are some guys when they are talking with their friends, they feel like yeah, oh, I clear. And we know how it ended. We know how it ended from, you see, he started very well, but the end was not good. They successfully turned his heart, like God has said, for which reason he said they should not marry foreigners. They successfully, let's, let's, let's look at a few scriptures. First, I want us to look at that law that talks about that. Deuteronomy 7.1. To four, Deuteronomy chapter seven, from verse one to verse four. Today is Father's Day. You know, everybody is pretending not to know, <laughs> but I, just in case you have forgotten, I want to remind you, <laughs> lest you have forgotten. You know, I listen to radio every day. Mother's Day, even six weeks to the day, they are having Mother's Day promo, Mother's Day bash, Mother so and so play this game and win this for the mother mother's day cooking promo mother's day so and so but the father's day seems like everybody's just quiet and they rather play music the guy behind the console will just play we just release one music and then everybody's okay when they come they just read the news they just read the news <laughs> and then and then some people said father's day is when they they, they give them boxes and towels I don't know who told them that. Boxes, towels, and singlets. <laughs> Boxes, towels, oh, and singlets. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but mothers, they don't even carry it on their heads. They are doing this. I've not heard any song for fathers. Since I was born. Since I was born, there's no song, sweet father. And there's nothing. 
There's nothing like, Father, no, no. When you hear somebody saying, Father, it's about God. <laughs> of course, the fatherhood of God is there, but actually, <laughs> he says, Father, we declare that we love you. <laughs> hey, I said, Mom. In the end, Obiah quiet. Everybody like Obiah. Obiah doing that on your Father's Day. They are trying to ignore. They are trying to. But I want to remind you, lest you have forgotten, that it's Father's Day today. So celebrate the fathers in your life. Don't just celebrate them on WhatsApp. Like, like, and then post some of you, your parents, they won't even see your, your status. And you post them. But on a, like, on a language, eh? It's a new Tony Biami. On a. 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 Like, it's a new Tony Biami. Not just, oh. And now you don't like it that way. Not just post on the, this one and say, oh, God bless. Yeah, God will bless us. <laughs> God will bless them. God will bless everyone. But Charlie, I mean, you know they are Momo numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Momo it. Just Momo it. Just, you know, it solves everything. It makes everything nice. It makes, it makes everything simple. It, because, yeah, you're on the platform. You just add everything to the platform. Now, Deuteronomy 7 verse 1 to 4. Let's look at it. It says, When the Lord your God brings you into the land which you go to possess and has cast out many nations before you, the Hittites, the Garishites, the Gergashites, sorry, and the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, seven nations greater and mightier than you are, huh? And when the Lord your God delivers them over to you, you shall conquer them and utterly destroy them. You shall make... I want to be able to tell... You shall make no covenant with them, nor show mercy to them. Next verse. Nor shall you make marriages with them. Nor shall you make marriages... Don't marry them. You shall not give your daughter to their son, nor take their daughter for your son. You shall not allow it. Next verse. For they will turn your sons away from following me to serve other gods. That was the reason. They will turn them from following Yahweh. And they will now be following their idols. So the anger of the Lord will be aroused against you and destroy you suddenly. Let's look at another scripture. Deuteronomy, same Deuteronomy 23 verse 3. Same Deuteronomy 23 verse 3. An Ammonite or Moabite shall not enter the assembly of the Lord. Even to the tenth generation... None of his descendants shall enter the assembly of the Lord. That's serious. He should not enter the gathering of God's people. A Moabite, no, they should not come there. Even to the tenth generation. They should not come there. 
none of his descendants shall enter the assembly of the Lord forever. Next verse. Because they did not meet you with bread and water on the road when you came out of Egypt, and because they hired Balaam, the son of Baal, from Pethor of Mesopotamia to curse you. They brought Balaam to curse you, so none of them should enter the assembly of the Lord. That's why David looked at Goliath and said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? He thought nonsense and he's defiling the armies of God. Because these people were, they were strangers. And you see, that is, that is what makes what Jesus has done glorious. That we who were far off have been brought near. Now, truly, the Bible says we were far off. We have now been brought near. So, it's not okay for me to, after seeing this, to still sing, draw me nearer. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the place where thou hast died. Draw me nearer, nearer, nearer. How near do you want to go again? When the Bible says we have been brought near by his blood. At that time, you couldn't come. Don't come to the assembly of God's people forever. But now, because of Jesus, we who were strangers, we who were aliens to the commonwealth of Israel, we are now part and parcel of the household of God. All because of his redemptive work at the cross. You understand it? So, these were the Moabites. And see what Solomon did. First Kings. First Kings chapter 11 from verse 1 to verse 13. First Kings 11 verse 1. We are still looking at what? Moab. So that you understand what is really going on. First Kings 11, 1 to 13. But King Solomon loved many foreign women. He did what? He loved many foreign women. Hey. That I have cool. <laughs> what? Somebody said, somebody said, oh, let the children come to daddy. Yeah. He said, let the girls come to daddy. He said, let the baby girls come to daddy. Let them come to daddy. There are some guys like that. Every lady. It's like a sickness. Every lady, they will text the lady. They now say, oh, I'm in love with you. And then they will meet the lady. They, they have this lady. They have this one. They have this one. They have saved their numbers differently. Air-conditioned guy. Mechanic. When you call, you don't say hello, hello, bye bye, bye bye, bye bye. I'll call you, I'll call you. Don't call me, don't call me. I saw a video like that. The guy said, "Power to the people." <laughs> we we have to we have to stop the rigging of the election and blah blah. Power to the people. Is it honourable? Because he was with a woman. But King Solomon loved many foreign women, as well as the daughter of Pharaoh. The women of the Moabites. Look, look at the women he loved. Only him. The women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians, and Hittites. He loved all these women. Hey! Hey! God's love is so wild. Hey! Hey! The guy was serious, though. Like, like the song they used to sing. Many problems are too many problems. Bang, bang. 
Many, many, many girls are jumping over me. Bang, bang. That and Lady Becky and Co were not born. Lady Maureen, you were not born. Lady Irene. You don't, you don't know what it is. God, you were doing BDT. You don't know. Lady Elisa, you were not born. You were not born. Now you're home yet. Your time. <laughs> I'm sure many, many years to come, there are people who will tell their children that COVID, lockdown, hey, the way soldiers were shooting into their homes. And you know, I'm sure that's what some of our parents were doing. Some of the things they may have told us were true, but they will add, they will add one or two editing. They will add one or two things. So I'm sure some of you will tell your children that, hey, COVID time, Pahai, Yaribi, Tiberia, say, ha! You're my lockdown that time. We say, now we need your name for one month. Intimate, brother, how about in America? Now we say, ha! One month, hey! Untumin, Kobebia! But you know we were doing things. We were doing things. That time, now that they say, oh, Tony be me. Like, <laughs> but King Solomon loved many foreign women, as well as the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians. We just read that Ammon is the brother of uh, um, Moab, the cousin, I be mean the sisters. Sidonians and Hittites. Next verse. From the nations of whom the Lord has said to the children of Israel, you shall not intermarry with them, nor they with you. Surely they will turn away your hearts after their gods. Solomon clung to these in love. To cling to some, it means that with two career, you know, it's like you are, you are, you are stuck. From the anter to the word stigma. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he had done. <laughs> he had clung to it. <laughs> he had clung to the thing. But God has said, you see, God, God knows the end from the beginning. Sometimes it may look like, ah, why is God denying me something or what? Is he denying me my youth or what is going on? But the, the reason was this, that they would turn your heart. They would turn your heart. David took Somebody's wife, Uriah's wife, and God said, Ah, I give you Saul's daughters. I give you everybody. If you needed another wife, tell me. Hey, why do you go and kill the guy and take the wife? And now the wife is pregnant. When, when, when Nathan came and put the, the prophecy in a story format, the king got up and said, The person must be killed. He said, He said, Somebody, two people had a land but the rich guy used Takashi to take the poor man's land and take everything that belongs to him as a king what is your judgment in this matter he said the person who did that must be killed Nathan said you are the person <laughs> you are the person he said Solomon clung to this in love Ace. next verse you that, you that requested wisdom and God gave you. (laughs) 
Look at this. And he had 700 wives. And he had 700 wives. I'm sure somebody's listening to me and saying, well, I only have three. <laughs> I'm just somebody's listening. I'm just somebody saying, oh, man, I'm going to send me the three. Three Solomon crying at 700 at three. We were bare 600 and I him. We have a checky difference now. I can't bear 690. I can't cry. It means that 700 women, it means that if Solomon were to lie with one woman a day, you need about two years and a half to come back to the same woman. Because every day, every day one, every day one, every day one. I wonder how he was keeping in touch with them. His, his phone will blow up. If it's time to pay school fees. I'm sure, pay school fees, all these people, I'm sure his phone will blow up. I'm sure. They now call him. A stress, oh. People who have gone to it, they tell man of God, it's a stress. Because you have to lie to this person. You have to lie to this one. And when you lie, you have to keep lying to cover another lie. You have to lie, you have to do this. Oh. Some guys have got married and then they, they found out. They said, oh no, it's, it's my sister. It's my sister. Somebody, they, this, one, one on the radio, one, one lady said the guy lied to her that he, he married another lady. When she found out, they were still dating. Not, everything was normal. When she found out, he said, no. They had a cousin, a distant cousin who is in the U.S. who is getting married and he couldn't be around. So they asked him to stand in. <laughs> <laughs> they asked him to stand in <laughs> stand in and he, he, he went to do it hey seriously I'm just I'm sure maybe you are sitting here you are thinking you are number one but if you are not order order two if you are not maybe I order no look and he had 700 wives, princes, and 300 concubines. It means that the wife, 700 crying, was still not okay. He still needed 300 side chicks. And his wife, look at this. And his wives turned away his hearts. This is what God was, God was against. His wives, his wives turned away his heart. Look at verse 4. Solomon that began with God the temple david wanted to build the temple he got all the materials but god said you won't build it your son will build it solomon came and built it everything was glorious they sang the shakina glory filled the temple that day everything was awesome solomon walked with god suddenly women 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 brother some of you you have to check your heart you have to check your heart in the area of women check your heart Check your heart. Because if, if you grow, you may not fulfill your calling. grow, you may destroy your own self. Because of three minutes. Three minutes or ten minutes pleasure. Then one day they are they are all over the internet. There's false accusation for that also. Of course, people can come and accuse you falsely. But brothers, Ebeya. One woman is enough. 
My own man is enough. If you know that you don't love it, why are you going to marry? Even himself, when he said, Baby, I say, own pen. I don't know. Don't, don't, no, but Obi and Fossi, oh, nowadays the people who, our generation, the way people are getting divorced, you, Obi Fossi, Moana. And the way some of them are cheating. You say, ah, I didn't, yes, she must say, Moana. The guy is wearing the ring like this. But oh, he's both little. Oh, my wife is at home, and you know, and, and oh, let's just hang out. And, and you see, some ladies, oh, they are okay. They say, oh, yeah, but then they have followed you. They have taken you to a brie. When you go to a brie weekends, you see them at the top. They say they are jogging. When, when, yeah, Copria Mountain, you know. No, when you are descending in the night also. Recently, recently, I went to Koforidia. We're coming. When we go to the top, in the night, they said they go and drive and sit there and chat. They said the view is nice. They said the view is nice. And they are on top there. You can see young, you, you can just know these are university girls. You can just know. Anyway, he said, for it was so, when Solomon was old that his wife's Turn his heart after other gods. And his heart was not loyal to the Lord his God. His heart departed from Yahweh. As was the heart of his father David. It was not like David his father. Next verse. For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians. And after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. Sometimes when a, when a guy has changed, is it that the wife or the girlfriend or the mother? Oh, serious. 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 And we have had even men of God. Their wives will change them. The wife, when you go home, what your wife tells you, it's different from what you say in church. At home on the bed, now say, why, why, will you, why will you do this? There are pastors who have been transferred. That's transfer. Stop it. The issues is as caused. I'm not going. Go alone. They say, you mean I should go? No, I won't go. The wife will say, oh, you are on your own. So some of them, the pressure, they now have to resign or do something else. Or leave. When you want to go hard, do an assignment. You say, no, 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 no. That's not the kind of family I envision. You know, they envision fairy tale families. You watch too many movies, so you are thinking, oh, he'll be at home. He, when you are hungry, then he goes to bring you ice cream. When you are this, then he's bringing the tray. When you are going here, then he's opening the car door. When you are doing this, he's bringing you drink. When you are there, he now comes my love. Unless you marry somebody who is visionless. Unless you marry somebody who is visionless. Who doesn't have anything to do? Every day he has put you on his WhatsApp. Yeah, there are people like that. Every day they have put video of this. Only vision, like only the echo. Tale in Komoira didn't like like after the world and things. Like I need you to do because there is no time. Oh, am I saying don't I'm married? But you see, there's Purpose. Charlie, there's nothing like living in this world 
and finding your purpose and doing it. Doing it, prevailing in it, continuing in it. Unless, unless this movie, movies you watch, the marriages you see, and every time they are there, hello baby, hello this, hello. If you marry somebody who carries the destiny of other people in his hands, the time will come, you will see that you have not seen him for one week. You have not seen him for two days. You, you have seen him on the phone. <laughs> you have called him, video call and all that. But you know he's doing this here. He's doing this thing here. He's doing this. Like we leave the house and come and pray here at night. You see me online that I'm praying. You are praying. It, it's a risk. You know every evening I'm leaving the house. Every evening I'm leaving, every evening I'm leaving the house. I'll come back midnight. And, and what, what she does to help me is open the gate. But elsewhere, somebody will say, this is not the kind of marriage I'm, I'm visiting, the marriage that, oh, we have done this, we are here, we are, you know, we are on top of the hills. We are doing this, not marriage that, oh, you are opening gates. <laughs> opening gate at 12 midnight. When I should be sleeping. Oh, every day, church, 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 church. Every day, church. Every day, church. Every day, God said, Every day, let's pray. Yeah. So there are some ladies like that in their hearts, the man of God, or or somebody like somebody on on a path, somebody on pursuing. A, they don't know. The one, yeah, the guy who just opened the car door. You hear Yahoo, oh oh, Yahoo, eh eh, Yahoo, eh eh, Eneda, Ochineda, Eneda. Oh, some ladies are like that. They'll be open. They'll tell you that. Oh, all this, no, no. Because, they, you see, they, where, where there is seriousness, where there is order, everybody will go in a certain line. We have to do this. We have to do, we are doing this. It's not yes, no, we are doing it. So some don't like it. So they, they want, oh, Charlie, everything goes. Monday and I'm, uh, Tuesday and I'm, uh, Wednesday, Sunday and Kwasa, Sunday and Ededa. Sunday and Opane Ededa, Eriya Yakodi Emutu. May God help us. Amen. But you know, when we stand before Jesus, it will be what he asks us to do. What he asks us to do. You know, the amazing thing is that when you stay on the path he has called you to stay on, eh, you will see that the, in, like, after some time, the people who told oh, this, this is it, they all come back and say, ah, Charlie, this is it. This is it. In Radisha, when you you know that, ah, Pastor Chris said when they were being serious with ministry in those days, people thought, oh, it's youthful exuberance. Oh, you know, students, yeah. But now after many years, after over 30 plus years, when their names are all over the world, everywhere doing the things of God mightily, they go like, wow, we saw it. What did you see? What did you see? So because of that, there are ladies, when they, when they see that you're a pastor, they say they can't marry you. They they don't like that because they don't they don't see themselves waking up to pray. He doesn't see herself like hey no. It means that our home people may visit our home anytime. I don't like that. I want to go on vacation with you. You are also counseling people. You have to meet people. Now that when I come to church and I close, I have to now talk to people before I go home. 
Then there are some people when they come, it's one hour talk, 30 minutes talk. And you are doing your work. That's the time. That's the work you are doing. And some of them will even burden you with their issues. Burden you. Like total burden. So it's very important. He said the burden is life. So it's very important. It's very, very important. But in, in, in our brother's case, but as, look, he went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. Huh? Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord. Solomon. Solomon, you that began well. It's not those days when we're serving. How about now? Those, those times, how about now? Solomon. And did, not, and did not fully follow the Lord. Like some of you have been telling you, don't be one leg out, one leg in. You are either out or you are in. You can't be like this. You are, oh, so at, at, at this time. He did not fully follow the Lord, as did his father David. David followed the Lord fully. Look, next verse. Then Solomon built a high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, the idol of Moab. Solomon built a, a temple for it. Solomon, hey, Solomon, you that built a, a multi-million dollar temple for God. Now see what he was doing. Because of what? Women. They turn his heart. See, he followed foreign women. They turn his heart. So it's very important to brothers. You may think, oh, ask for me. Ask for, it's not ask for you. That's Maweninda. Uh, Maweninda. Look, then Solomon built a high place for Chemosh. The abomination of Moab on the hill that is east of Jerusalem. And for Molech, he built another one for another idol called Molech. The abomination of the people of Ammon. Next verse. And he did likewise for all his foreign wives. Every wife he had he built an, an altar for their idol. Solomon. Who burned incense and sacrificed to their gods. Solomon was now, was now a chief partner in idolatry. Chief partner. You that, you that began with God. Next verse. So the Lord became angry with Solomon because his heart had turned from the Lord God of Israel who appeared to him twice. Next verse. And had commanded him concerning this thing. That he should not go after other gods. But he did not keep what the Lord had commanded. Verse 11. Therefore the Lord said to Solomon. Because you have done this. And have not kept my covenant and my statutes. Which I have commanded you. I will surely tear the kingdom away from you. And give it to your servant. Solomon. Solomon. You see that God raised up Josiah in 2 Kings 23. 2 Kings 23. 2 Kings. So, we have seen what Moab is all about. Moab is predominantly an idolatry place. I said it's a picture of the world. It's, it's a symbol of the world. 
See, they left the house of bread going to look for satisfaction in the place of idolatry. You get the point. Second Kings 23, I think verse 13 or so should help us. Second Kings 23. There was a king. Josiah was very young. Josiah was eight years old when he became king. Eight-year-old boy became king. His name was Josiah. It tells you that God, God, long time, he has not started with age, age, age. Eight-year-old boy was reigning over everybody. There were elderly people dead, but they have to, when he's passing, they say, long live the king. Look at Josiah. Look at what he did. Then the king defiled, this Josiah, defiled the high places that were of east, that were east of Jerusalem, which were on the south of the mount, the mount of corruption, which Solomon, king of Israel, had built for Ashtoreth, the abomination of Sidonians. What he's saying is that Josiah destroyed these temples. That's why I say he defiled it. He destroyed it. For Chemosh, the abomination of the Moabites. So that was their national god, Chemosh. 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 They left the place of bread and went to the place. So I said it's like sometimes you take a decision which is contrary to God's word. You know in your heart. And you, just, you, you are craving satisfaction from things in the world. You know, you say, the problems are too much. Let me just go to the world and see. Maybe I'll be fine. Just, it's just a little. After all, give what belongs to Caesar to Caesar. Or you may have a friend who says, oh, sorry, why not try this? Let's come back to Ruth. So there was farming and they sought to go to a place like that, Moab, where there is idol worship. That's where they were living. Look at this. He and his wife and his two sons, verse 2. We have now understood the times that in that time everybody was doing their own thing. It was what was right in your eyes. They were not following the law again. What you like is what you do. Uh -huh. The name of the man was Elimelech. Elimelech means God is my king. Elimelech. Ela Melech, God is my king. Eli Melech. The name of his wife was Naomi. Naomi means sweet or pleasant. Sweet or pleasant. Eli Melech, it means God is my king. Naomi, sweet or pleasant. And the names of his two sons were Malon. Malon means sick. Malon, it means sick. Why would he give birth to a child and call him sick? I said Moab means empty, eh? So they left a place of satisfaction of bread, going to look for satisfaction in a place of what? Emptiness. It's a picture of the world. Malon is sick. He had two sons, Malon and Tilion. Tilion means weak, weak, weak. Weak, like I am weak. I don't know, maybe, maybe the circumstance of their birth, I don't know. You know, some people can name children based on how they were born. You remember that Phinehas, Eli, one of Eli's sons, called Phinehas. He had two sons, Hophni and Phinehas. You remember that when the, when the Ark of the Covenant was taken and Israel was defeated, their father was sitting on a chair one afternoon. And they ran, somebody ran and came and said, they have seized the Ark of the Covenant and your two sons have died. He said, Phinehas's wife gave birth prematurely and named the child Ichabod. Ichabod, Ichabod, what a curse! Ichabod, he named the child Ichabod. 
because of the circumstance. If Jacob had not intervened, Benjamin was named Benoni, the son I bore in pain. And Jacob changed his name to Benjamin, the son of my joy. The son of my joy. Fathers are very important. Too. The son of my joy. If, if Zachariah was, was, didn't speak out, they would have given John the Baptist a family name, which was contrary to God's plan. But they asked him, what is it? He wrote it, and he said, his name is John. They would have given him some Zerubbabel. But his father was alive. He, he became dumb because the angel had made him dumb. He wrote the name on a paper and then suddenly he had the, 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 the speech. His tongue was loose. He said his name is John. They would have given him another. Said, ah. And they thought, we don't have a relative with that name. So why this name? They would have given him some one name of their grandfather. You know, there are some families like that. When, when a child is born, they say, give the, some of your parents put pressure. Give the name. Give the name of of Ejeku. I don't know, but because of God's word, many a dim. Because of God, there are some things you can't even tell me. You can think in your mind. But imagine that me, they come that name your baby or your child be this. Oh, how? Because you, because of what? Because what has happened? Like why? You can you can put in a su suggestion, but <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> If you see the child, you can you can mention that name, but make sure I'm not around. But there are some places who do this. Oh, so the the name of the man was elimelech the name of his wife was naomi i said elimelech means god is my king naomi means pleasant or sweet and the names of his two sons were malon and chilion malon means sick chilion means weak ephratites of bethlehem judah and they went to the country of moab and remained there because there was what famine so probably they had heard there was food in Moab and they went there next verse then Elimelech Naomi's husband died and she was left and she was left and her two sons so it means that the husband died and now all she had was her two sons you understand now in 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 ancient Israel there's a practice there's a term that they, they, they mention is widow and widow indeed even some Greeks practice that up to now. So there's a difference between a widow and then a widow indeed. A widow is someone who has lost their husband but still has family. And then widow indeed is someone who has lost their husband and lost their family. So see, he says, at this time she was a widow. She still had her two sons. Next verse. Now they took wives of the women of Moab I'm very sure why this thing happened at this time, after their father died. You, you, I'm sure their father would not have allowed, knowing what we have just read. Knowing what we have just read, that don't take foreign women. I'm sure. 
you know, they, I'm sure if their father was alive and they said they were going to take wives of the women of Moab, their father would have said, nonsense, despicable. Try it and I'll disown you. I'm very sure. So they waited when the man was going to say, oh, look. It, was, it happened after their father died. Because, you see, that time, not the law, they knew it. Their father would have said, no way, not in this house. We are living in Moab, but it does not give you the right to marry any of them. And they can the Obe Kwako, Akoma Zipura, Enoch Bano. Those times, they, they, were, they were marrying from their families. So uh, you have a distant cousin, B. You know, so you know the brother, so and so, they should go and bring the person. It's not like our time. We are charting a course that has not been charted before. But still, we are having problems. We are working in a certain way that we think is the, the best, but still. Those times, they just go and call the lady and bring the lady and so. And go and see the parents. And everything is okay. And it lasted. Now you go to places, you can go everywhere, do this together. Some people, it looks like they were enjoying when they were in their relationship than when they were married. One year, six months, they have come, that man of God, I want to divorce. Man of God, I want to divorce. I don't even know what pushed me to enter this thing. Maybe you see wedding pictures a lot on Instagram. And you see the women holding the bouquet and whatever, the fan. So you think, oh, it's giving, it's giving. And you are thinking, oh God, I really want to be in this position. So anybody comes around and now promise you marry, oh, easy. Easy, easy. You say you marry me. They have not married you every weekend, you go and cook. Every, hey, every weekend you go and cook, or you clean, you are washing, you are doing this. You can't because you, are, you say you are in love. Have a, a jigua. A jigua, you want it to jugu on all of us? <laughs> when we are eating, you don't understand why we are eating when you are crying. <laughs> Look, now they took wives of the women of Moab. So obviously, if their dad was alive, he would not have allowed it. He would have said no. Because it was clear, don't marry these foreigners. Don't marry them. But their father was not there, so they just, mommy can't do anything. Mommy would just say, oh, cuckoo jai, oh, jai. And so then they just allow them. It's like some grandparents. If you leave your children with some grandparents, they may mess them up. Because they give them free will, anything they should do with. Anything. So they, they are always in a hurry to go for vacation. With their grand, because in their house, it looks like <laughs> the Tower of Babel. You have built the Tower of Babel around them. You have built a stronghold. <laughs> now, he says, the name of the one was Opa, and the name of the other was, the, the name of the other Ruth. So these were the two women, Opa and Ruth. And they dwelt there about 10 years. When you read the, the, the Old King James, you see that the, the whole plan, can we have the Old King James? They were going to short stay, not to stay there fully. Like how you can get yourself into something. So let me just do this later. I'll come and do what, what really God wants me to do. I'll be back. I'll be back. Let me just go and do this more. By the time you see you have been there uh, 20 years. Some people have gone abroad like that. Oh, let me just go and do oh, one year. I'll be back. I'll come. 
that they caught in they are they are now caught in the web of getting money every week oh ghana is not like that oh i don't know but when you take 10 people who travel abroad eight of them eight of them will lose their fervency if they had any eight of them eight out of ten i don't know whether there's there's something there that does not like abrutrenyam is only a different i don't mean mean covid so i don't know i don't know look oh okay we are we are we are using a lot of time so let me just read the new king james verse 4 i just wanted us to see from verse 1 you would have seen that the their plan was to sojourn that's to short stay but he ended up staying what 10 years 10 years is not short stay it means they ended up they were now here for too long a whole decade aha oh new king james verse 5 then both Marlon and Chilion also died and so the woman so the woman survived her two sons and her husband so now she lost the husband she lost her children her two sons so now I said she is now what a widow indeed a widow is one that in those days a widow is one that has just lost the husband but still has family by a widow indeed is one that has lost husband and family now she lost her children it was just their wives that was there next verse then she arose with her daughters-in-law that she might return from the country of moab for she had heard in the country of moab that the lord had visited his people by giving them bread the famine was what over in jerusalem in bethlehem she had heard that God had visited them with bread. So she thought, let's go back. Next verse. Therefore she went out from the place where she was. And now in those days, before we continue, there was a practice. When it, when it comes to marriage, there was a practice. It was called the leverage law of marriage. The leverage law of marriage. Now this is how the law works. Before we read the scripture. This is how the law works. If there is an older brother and then he has a younger brother what happens is that when the older brother marries and he he dies without having children the younger brother will take over he will take the wife and then make sure that he gives birth to preserve the name of his older brother it's called the leverage law of marriage let's let's read that Deuteronomy 25, verse 5 to 10. Deuteronomy 25, verse 5 to 10. In this case, this law couldn't be applied because the two of them were dead. But if the older one had died and the younger one is still alive, you would have said, so I'm sure those times, maybe, I'm sure maybe some of them, if they see the woman their older brother had has married and she some points do not say guy guy <laughs> guy go yeah go yeah i'm sure they just say code like Charlie guy the way your wife is on point part <laughs> look sharp look sharp now nah. but if she's not on point you say guy better not try to die it's a cock and zoka try 
Kakazuka tried dead. King Fadi. <laughs> Look at this. If brothers dwell together and one of them dies and has no son, the widow of the dead man shall not be married to a stranger outside the family. Her husband's brother shall go into her, take her as his wife, and perform the duty of her husband's brother to her. This was the leverage law of marriage. So you not go and marry another person. So no, send him your name. Send him your No, send your Next verse. And it shall be that the firstborn son which he bears will succeed the name of his dead brother, that his name may not be blotted out of Israel. So automatic, you give the dead person's name to the first son, but the wife will be your wife. Next verse. But if the man does not want to take his brother's wife, then let his brother's wife go up to the gate to the elders and say, My husband's brother refuses to raise up a name to his brother in Israel. He will not perform the duty of my husband's brother. Next verse. Then the elders of his city shall call him and speak to him. But if he stands firm and says, I do not want to take her, uh -huh, then his brother's wife shall come to him in the presence of the elders, remove his sandal from his foot, spit in his face, and answer and say, so shall it be done to the man who will not build up his brother's house. Next verse. And his name shall be called in Israel, the house of him who had his sandal removed. I'm sure this was a shame back then, so you don't want it. So you just because as you are spitting in your face, removing your sandal, no news, and they'll start calling you the 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 house of him who had his sandal removed. It was a shame, so you just accept. This was called the leverage law of marriage, but in this case, it could not be applied because two of them were, were dead. Let's continue the story. Same Ruth where we are can we go quickly therefore she went out from the you know she had heard that god had visited them so she went out from the place where she was and her two daughters-in-law with her and they went on the way to return to the land of judah next verse and naomi said to her two daughters-in-law go return to each other's house each return each to her mother's house the lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt with the dead and with me remember they were moabites remember they were from the the country of moab they were foreign women that the two sons married now they are no more so he says go back to your country let me also what go back to my after all there's nothing between us again you understand he says the lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt kindly with the dead and with me next verse the lord grants that you may find rest each in the house of her husband so she was telling them go go feel free go and marry again i'm sure you are going to find good guys from moab who will marry you so i i pray that god will give you rest in your husband's house look so she kissed them and they lifted up their voices and wept next verse and they said to her, surely we will return with you to your people. The two of them said it. 
will return with you to your people. Next verse. But Naomi said, Turn back, my daughters. Why will you go with me? Are there still sons in my womb that they may be your husbands? Remember the leverage law of marriage. My age. Are there still sons in my womb? Next verse. Turn back, my daughters. Go, go, for I am too old to have a husband. If I should say I have hope, if I should have a husband tonight and should also bear sons, would you wait for them till they were grown? How long? Are you going to wait 20 years before you marry them and fulfill this law? Would you restrain yourselves from having husbands? No, my daughters. For it grieves me very much for your sakes that the hand of the Lord has gone out against me. You know, she knew the law that they should not marry foreigners. So she thought their family was going through this hard time because of that. She thought the hand of the Lord had what? Gone against her. You know, to her, things were not going well. But little did she know that behind the scenes, God was working his purpose out. Little did she know that God was working his, what looked like a mess. God was working his purpose out. Because she thought, you can, you can feel it from what she just said. Because of you, the hand of the Lord had gone out against me. But it wasn't so. At the end of the teaching, you will see that it wasn't so at all. And so, humanly, it may look like things are not working, but behind the scenes God is working his plan out you may, you may be here you may be thinking like that ah, but it looks like my life I'm not seeing anything you know. I'm not really man of God I'm not seeing this the children died the husband died oh. she was now saying maybe because of you guys because we associated ourselves by virtue of marriage this is what has happened to our family the Lord has brought his hand out against us but it wasn't so next verse because look of all the families in Israel, why will God dedicate a whole place in the book to this family? If their, if their role was not important in the plan of God. So it looked like, ah, things are not working, but Asuma, it was part of the plan. Then they lifted up their voices and wept again. And Opa kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to her. Next verse. And she said, look, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. So Opa did what? She left. Ruth stayed. So more than the decision of being with a man, there was a higher decision of choosing whom to serve. More than being, or, or more than making a decision of being with a man, which she was saying, I don't have a husband here. Even if I have one, when will you guys wait till I get a son? Go back and be with your husband. So more than finding a partner was a higher decision of worship. Who to worship? Who to worship? Moab represents what? Idol worship. And here, here in Jerusalem is where they worship the true God. And then there are two people saying, ah, we'll go with you. Suddenly one just goes back. He says she has gone back to her people and to her gods. Look at this. The next verse will, will, will say clearer. She has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. She was telling Ruth, go back. Follow her. Opa is gone. Go. Next verse. But Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. 
And wherever you lord, I will lord. Your people shall be my people and your God my God. It was also a decision of worship. I will worship Yahweh. She knew Chemosh. When you read about it, this God was a terrible God. Chemosh. They sometimes they even appease him with their, with their babies in fire. As they are setting, you put your baby in the fire to appease the God. Chemosh. Terrible. That's why it is, he mentioned the abomination of Chemosh. Of the people of Moab. Abomination of Moab. It's an abomination. But the first one, she was okay. She just opened. When she was saying, I'll go with you, I'll go say, hey, nena, come you know, there are some people like that, they can make a decision because everybody is saying it. Everybody is saying, oh, I'll do it, I'll do this, I'll do it, I'll do it, but Nakume Mupadie. But this lady, he said, no way. Don't tell me to go back. Your people will be my people, your God will be my God. The song they used to sing, this is where they got, entreat me not to leave you because I have no other friend. Na, 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 na. When you die, I will die. Look, Look at this. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people. And your God. My... So it was also a decision. Will you serve idols or you serve Yahweh? Will you serve idols? Oprah went back to her idols. This one said, no. The true God will be my God. The true God will be. Let's continue. We are starting on, so just relax and enjoy as we do the teaching. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. The Lord do so to me and more also, if anything but death parts you and me. I am also sure, knowing how people can talk, if they were to go back to Jerusalem together and they find out this is a Moab woman you are yoked with, I'm sure they'll be talking, Hey! I'm sure that was also part of she trying to go back. Go back. Because Already she herself was feeling bad about it. She was thinking, ah, God has turned his hand against me. And to let someone like this follow you. And you are entering the town. Through the main the main gate and everybody's watching eh? look at naomi she's coming back with a strange woman which woman is that i don't remember she having a daughter and she just went for 10 years so 10 years obviously the age of this girl will be more than 10 years so who is she to her we know her family her family is here we know her, we don't know this one then she now explain oh my son he's dead that's the wife where is she from moab moab so it was also part of Satan. Go back, go back, don't go, go back. Because you there, we have your names in our book that we should not be with you. Go back. And it, you see, remember we read the first one. He said, he said, a Moabite should not enter the assembly of God's people forever. Here she was coming to join God's people. She was coming to join God's people. But it was part of God's plan. Ruth was. You know, there are people who name their children Ruth, Ruth, Ruth. Any Hebrew for you? You can see. It's not a Hebrew name. It's a Moabite name. You can see it. You can, you can see it for yourself. 
In the Bible, there are two women with books who did something like that. There, there was Ruth. Ruth we are reading about. She was, uh, 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 let me say, oh, there's a word I want to use. There's a word, there's a word. Oh, there's a word we use all the time. Okay, so let me just say, she was an unbeliever. She was of the world. And she's coming to marry or be, be with God's people. And then we have Esther. Who was, who was a Jewish person marrying a foreigner? And God recorded stories about these two people in the Bible. Because it helped the plan of God. They said the Moabites should not come to the, the assembly of God's people forever. Even to the 10th generation. But yes, he was. So I'm sure the woman, when she was going, she was feeling bad. They will start, these people, they will start talking. I know them. They will say, what have I brought? the abomination as a dimity and I'm sure she'll be holding her bag and things hey, hey. if that time it was very serious oh. Jesus asked the Samaritan woman for water you didn't hear what she said she said ah, what, what, what business what business do we have that you are asking me for that's how serious it was that's that's the picture you should get it was a big deal like hey what Obas Warino Okay, we are in a radio. Yeah, don't now ban it now. Now we who are. Also, I did not do it. Hey, a radio because I'm sure they had given birth. They would have said, "Hey, what could one and anybody never have a share in them?" And anybody never have a share in them. By radio, I don't know. We don't want to be beyond the honor of banning Udina. Was one one when Daniel came and uncovered you. Was I the number? I did you not hear that they are an abomination? Look. Let's continue. Next verse. When she saw that she was determined to go with... So I'm sure she was trying to stop her because of all these things. But when she saw that she was determined to go with her, she stopped speaking to her. Next verse. Now the two of them went until they came to Bethlehem. Imagine the journey. They were walking. Everybody was silent. The woman was thinking, hey, me do her partner. assemble problem crabbing. But the root two was happy that I'm going to save Yahweh. I'm going to Bethlehem. Probably her husband has been speaking of that place, singing songs from that place. Because you can see from the scriptures, there were people like that. When they gather, they sing songs, they talk about God. In Babylon, they asked them to sing the Lord's song. They said, No, how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? Look. The two of them went until they came to Bethlehem. And it happened when they had come to Bethlehem that all the city was excited because of them. And the women said, I'm sure when they came, the men were on the fields working. I'm sure when they came, I'm very sure when they came, the men were on the fields. It's not our time I'm talking about, so please allow me to preach. When they came, I'm sure the women were doing their chores. Some are gathered at the marketplace, coconsa and all that. I miss selling. Plenty coconsa with a little selling. Some were fetching water here and there. Some were doing this. Some were doing all other things. It was a woman. The men were going for war. And some were planting their vineyards. So he said, the women said, is this Naomi? Next verse. But she said to them, 
Do not call me Naomi. Call me Mara. Naomi, Naomi means what? Sweet or pleasant. Mara means bitter. Because she thought I have bitter experiences. My husband, I went full. I've come empty. My husband is dead. My children are dead. Why are you still calling me sweet? Why are you calling Call me bitter. Mara means bitter. Call me bitter. Look, he says, call me Mara. For the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. She didn't know that God was about to write a new story. You know, humanly, on the physical, on the face value, she told Charlie, I went out empty. I went out full and I've come empty and disgraced and ashamed. But she didn't know that she was actually now coming full. Yes. Or about to be made into something. Because you see that eventually, eh? You see that eventually out of this, Obed will come. And out of Obed, Jesse will come. Out of Jesse, David will come. And out of the lineage, Jesus will come. From this. From this. So she thought, ah, call me bitter. Don't call me Naomi, which is sweet. Call me Mara. So you may think the experiences of my life. My pastor, as you are preaching me, the experiences I have, I'm not me. The life, oh, Charlie, things are not working. Who told you? Behind the scenes, God is preparing something. God is working. Next verse. I want to close. Our time is almost up. Look, I went out full and the Lord has brought me home again empty. Why do you call me Naomi? Since the Lord has testified against me and the Almighty has afflicted me. She was so bitter. She was so hurt. She lost her husband. She lost her children. Next verse. So Naomi returned and Ruth the Moabites, remember, her daughter-in-law with her, who returned from the country of Moab. Now they came to Bethlehem at the beginning of the barley harvest. When they came, it was harvest time. It was harvest time. Uh-huh. There was a relative of Naomi's husband, a man of great wealth, of the family of Elimelech. His name was Boaz. Let's stop here. Next week we'll continue. We'll talk about Boaz. And remember, they came at the harvest. So you can write in your book, Gleaning. Gleaning. G-L-E-A-N-I-N-G. Gleaning. G-L-E-A-N-I-N-G. Gleaning. Or the law of gleaning. Gleaning. And you can write Boaz. 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 From next week, we'll continue with this. It's going to be an interesting story. I believe you have been blessed. Boaz. Boaz is a picture of Jesus. Our heavenly Boaz. He's a rich guy. You just, you just he said rich relative. We'll see what he, what he did. So let the suspense be in your head. <laughs> Amen.